0: No curly or scabby
1: He's Aaron Whitlow. I'm Brandon Spivey, and welcome to the Markout Movie. Yeah, Podcast. one
0: job, Brandon. You messed it up. You supposed to say Aaron Whitlow is right. Anyway, welcome to the Markout Movie Podcast. I'm Aaron Whitlow, and he's Brandon Spivey, and today we are reviewing. All right, I'm gonna have to take his away from you, dog. We're reviewing Blazing Saddles.
1: You're, we're recording, man. You can't have this. All right. He's really amped up because he made me listen to some rap music on the way
0: back. Yeah. yeah it's, you're, you're good. You're
1: amped. You're amped because of the rap.
0: Well, I'm already amped because it's Blazing Saddles, but okay. All right. Well, uh, before we get into Blazing Saddles, let's play the trailer. Here we go.
1: Torn from the fiery pages of the mightiest annals of the West comes the supreme saga in the great tradition of frontier drama. Schwarzes.
0: saddle he wore a shining star his job to offer battle to batman near and far what's your name well my name is jim but most people call me
1: jim well do your best let's see. Where were we? Oh, Rockridge. Rockridge. I want that land. Clumsy fool. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. There might be a legal precedent. Of course. Land snatching. Let's see. Land. 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 Sea snatch. Uh-huh. Hello, handsome. Is that a 10-gallon hat? Just sign this, sir, okay. uh,
0: right here. Oh, okay, give us a hand here. All right, sir. Work, 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 work. Okay, folks,
1: let's wipe it out. The heroic sheriff
0: rallies. All right. He Heroes the Blazing saddle. Aaron Whitlow, we're doing Blazing Saddles. Uh, blazing Saddles, in order to ruin a western town, a corrupt politician appoints Oh, that's enough for Google to pull up. <laughs> I wonder who the corrupt politician Google was thinking of. All right. So uh, a corrupt politician appoints a black sheriff who probably becomes his most formidable adversary, uh, directed by Mel Brooks and uh, also written by Richard Pryor. Rich Pryor wrote this as well, along with Mel Brooks. He wrote a lot of the white parts and uh mel wrote a lot of the black parts it's very interesting dynamic he helped the scene with the uh with the uh beans and the farting richard wrote that scene uh it's a brilliant scene in the movie starring cleavon little gene wilder slim pickens harvey corman madeline Kahn, mel brooks burton gilliam a whole slew of other people is in this film brandon's about to hit you with them numbers.
1: Them numbers. Brandon, did you take my drink? Did you take my drink? Uh, my drink's right here.
0: Did you drink my drink? No, I didn't drink it. Did he drink my drink? I would do the playback. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, go ahead.
1: Go uh-huh. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. It's got a 7.7 7 out of 10 on IMDb. 88% like it on Rotten Tomatoes. 73% like it on Metacritic. Hey, it's the first positive review I do believe I've yeah. had on Metacritic. Yeah ninety one percent like it on google all right
0: let's see um and he's not oh lord he's not. the mayor is a what uh no 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 the mayor didn't say it the sheriff is but we ain't gonna say what he was one of the best slapstick stick movie movies ever i agree with you uh uh Joker tv jim wilder man could he act he could uh we he just gave us a lot of messages I'm trying to pull them all up Mel Brooks is a comic pioneer. And lastly, Joe Biden is Blazing Saddles. Actually, yeah, I actually thought about that, honestly, in watching this movie. Not to go too political, uh, but there was a point in watching this I thought about <laughs> Joe Biden as uh, Mel Brooks' governor role, because uh, 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 Lepedal- uh, he's he just, he's a he's a governor, but uh hedy lamar actually runs everything yeah but you know he just gets him to sign the paperwork you know but yeah uh blazing sales 1974. boy brandon is this a controversial movie or or it would have probably it probably wasn't then it it would totally be now
1: i think it was then too you think it would have been controversial then yeah 1974 definitely all right tell me Definitely. You know, it's the most racist film I've ever seen. No, no, no. (laughs) American History X is the most racist film I've ever seen. You didn't let me finish. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. It's the most racist film I've ever seen in a comedy genre.
0: Okay. All right. You gonna argue that? No, it's not racist in the sense of Oh, it's very racist Dan. all right. Well,
1: it's this would offend so many people today and I love it.
0: well, (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mel Brooks all right, So here is the cover of Blazing Saddles. This is on Blu-ray. Uh, as you see, Cleveland Little, uh, you got Gene Wilder, uh, you got Mel Brooks, and also uh, Hetty Lamar. Hedley is Hetty. You know, he always corrected people in this movie. Um, man, yeah, yeah, it would be very, kind. Con- it would not, I, I assume it would get canceled today. You know, yeah, yeah. like the the culture, the council culture we have.
1: You couldn't do this today. No,
0: there's no way we could do it today. Uh they would totally uh will want us, you know, see it in the see it never to be seen or aired again. If if uh if Gen X people see Blazing Saddles, oh they're gonna throw a fit. But the thing about comedies then is back then they weren't afraid to poke fun at um at things that People would be like, you can't poke fun at, at but in a comedic way, and, and nothing was off limits. Like, uh, for instance, um, it reminds me of South Park in a sense. Now, South Park, nothing's off limits with South Park. They would poke fun at anything and anyone.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but, you know, but yeah, you want, sometimes you want to be like, ah, but it, it's satire. And This is what this movie is. It's satire.
1: Yes, I, I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying people would get offended today and they totally I, would and i love it um but i honestly explain it well okay there's some of the jokes in it i'm laughing at and i'm like i feel bad for laughing because mm-hmm. <laughs> i feel like it's, it's it makes me a racist <laughs> all <laughs> right i know, it, I know it. but it just you should i mean it's fun it's great and if you go in the right with the right attitude you, you can have a blast with it but i can just see people today that have this 2021 attitude, mm-hmm. uh, just hating this movie, wanting to cancel this movie. If it was made today, they did. They just would. Totally. It. Yeah, it, yeah. Did, it, it wouldn't work. Uh, but I I love that these films were made, though, because, you know, they they pushed the envelope what you could make, uh, especially back then. I mean, they, they weren't scared of nothing. Yeah. So I love that you, you got to push the envelope, especially in comedy. You got to mm-hmm. push it. You know what I mean? Yeah uh mel he
0: uh and he was known for pushing the envelope he was the he he was he was like the precursor to uh the the uh um people that did, like uh naked guns and the airplane films mel brooks was a pioneer in the satire genre you know uh 12 chairs you know high anxiety uh which is you know, was a, a Hitchcock satire type of film. Uh, he, he was a, he's a pioneer. He is, he's still with us today, thank God. Uh, he is a pioneer in this avenue of films. And uh, and of course he's, he's gonna do Blazing Saddles at that time and, uh, and look at race, but look at it in a different perspective. Um, so this movie is about um, the sheriff uh, in this town uh, played by Cleavon Little. Do you remember his name in the movie? No I don't. Uh let's see. Um I'm going to look it up but uh I, I it was uh, you know I shouldn't know this because this is a really it's one of my favorite favorite movies. Uh Bart, yeah. So Cleveland Little for those that don't know him, uh I don't know if anybody's really seen Once bitten is it once bitten or twice bitten. Is that Jim Carrey. It's Jim Carrey. Once yeah, bitten. He's in Once bitten. He plays the uh uh main butler of the vampire vampers oh
1: he does he yeah that's the that's that's the same him? guy
0: yeah um yeah it's him uh he played him in there uh i can't really think of a lot of other stuff he's been in as the only two movies i've known him in is this and blaze shadows and once bitten but uh but and then of course everybody knows gene wilder mainly as willy wonka uh as young frankenstein frankenstein you know uh he's he's a he's an exceptional actor as um As uh, DK said, uh, he is a he's a uh, he's a man. He's a genius, you know, in respect to films. But this movie is about Bart. He's a railroad railroad worker in the Old West. um, And he is um, told to go and uh, investigate quicksand down the path before we get there uh you see that uh it's a hot day and they're all working on the train tracks. uh yeah Chin- uh, chinese folks and blacks are working on the rail- railroad tracks with the uh whites as pretty much the overseers of this i hate to say it but that's what it is um and uh they they want you know, in those hot people are passing out and they want them to sing a song and uh they want them to sing what we call historically negro spirituals uh those are uh, brandon that's what they called uh negro <laughs> spirituals like swing low sweet chariot uh swing low don't do it <laughs> and don't do it chariot. don't do it no 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 that's our stuff don't do it uh, anyway uh so uh we so they wanted him to sing those songs and they said sweet, low, swing low, sweet chariot. then he says or how about the cap town ladies you can do that one. I don't know it. Cap Town ladies <laughs> sang their song. Do da, do da. The Cap Town ladies five miles long. Oh, You're
1: doing a fun job, sir.
0: <laughs> run and run all night. Run and run all day. No. So uh, they get the white folks to sing in it and then like uh, Slim Pickens rolls up. Uh, Slim Slim Pickens uh, plays the main henchman, Taggart um, of Hetty and, uh, or Hetley. I'm sorry, Hetley Lamar. Headley Lamar is real. Headley Lamar is fictional. All right, um, and uh, he plays the main uh, dude, and he sends them to like Bart and his other buddy to go down to investigate the quicksand. And quicksand. what happens?
1: They fall in quicksand.
0: <laughs> yep. But what happens when when Taggart and uh other guy comes up to and sees them? What is it they're on? The- that little thing the, 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 the trail. The the, the train cart the cart the cart
1: yeah. there you go yeah so they they get the cart out and they were gonna leave the two gentlemen behind to, to die good
0: choice of words all
1: right <laughs> i'm not gonna say what they said that's, that's yeah, racist. Yeah. but uh well you can just say black that's not racist hey right, some people consider that to be racist hey, you hey, can't say anything today but
0: you, uh, i don't really race to say black i mean or african-american that's fine but anyway i'm just gonna go gentlemen yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's nice to not link the color there, Brandon. Yeah. Good job. And you're from Russellville, so hey. He's got to take this. Is, this is the normal thing now. No, I'm <laughs> playing. I'm playing. No disrespect about Russell Piff Bill peeps. But uh, anyway, uh, so they get the card out. And Leave they,
1: Bowling Green it once in a while, Aaron.
0: Yeah, and so Bart <laughs> takes the shovel and hits Taggart upside the head and uh, he send sentenced to death. Um, to be hung hang hang hung. yeah he's gonna get hung yep and uh hanged. i don't know the proper noun anyway uh or it's gonna be a hanging there you go it was but uh then uh there's a small small town of rock ridge and rock ridge is facing so they are right in the path of where a train can come through in order for Hadley lamar to reap the rewards and profits and so they want to build the train tracks, the trains, straight through this town. And they need this town to be empty or vacated. So the only way to do that is to send first henchmen to the town to run the people off, kill the sheriff, rape the cattle. This is what they said they did, didn't they? The cattle were raped. I'm <laughs> laughing, and I'm not trying to. That's what I said. But uh, <laughs> uh, So they sent people to do these things, and oh. it wasn't enough to scare the town off. They said we need a sheriff. We need a sheriff. So they wrote to the governor and the governor appointed them a sheriff. But Hadley decided to appoint the sheriff that would get killed so that they can take the, come in and take the town. And they have ordered a black sheriff over this white town. And we had that funny scene of uh uh cleveland cleveland
1: little uh bart come over They all pointed the guns at him well before yeah well yeah he's riding he into town. at himself yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah so uh what you, what's your thoughts on that scene so
0: so let me set it up for you all right he's coming into town uh like you uh count basie do you know who count basie was he's a legendary uh
1: the only person orchestra. i know in this movie is mill brooks
0: man you are so young anyway <laughs> uh so Count Basie, I'm
1: literally like the guy, together. you know, then,
0: <laughs> like you heard the music, you heard that score when he was riding in the sound and, it, you know, the orchestra and the guy was on the piano. He got him and, you know, gave him a pop, pop his hand like, hey, brother, you know what I'm talking about? Did you not yeah. watch this thing? All right. Anyway, yeah, no, I
1: know
0: that's thing. Count Basie, legendary musician, legendary orchestra leader, Count Basie. I can't believe you never heard his name. But that's fine. Young mm. people. Anyway. Four years younger
1: than you. Totally young,
0: totally young. So you're 41, right?
1: Yeah,
0: I digress, but anyway,
1: four years younger.
0: So he comes into town and they're getting the uh, town ready. The guy's like, We send to, uh, we send on behalf of Rock Ridge, we send this laurel and a hearty handshake to our new mayor, uh, our new sheriff. And uh, so uh, he rides in and they're striking the band up. And they got Gabby Johnson. He's the frontier man with the jabber-jabber type of talk that I was uh, t- doing at the beginning he of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, he was impersonating. He wanted you.
1: me to do it. And I, I was like...
0: He's no, fun. He's no fun today, guys. All right, anyway. I'm
1: sorry. I was amped up. Then we had to go listen to rap. <laughs> it brought me down.
0: Why does rap bring you down? <laughs> no, I, That's it, another discussion.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I like Eminem, but you know...
0: Rap... You, but, you should... Listen, you need more blackness in your life, Brandon.
1: That's what I'm trying to say. It. I can see it now. He's going to go. Once you go black, you don't go back.
0: And that's not true. Some folks <laughs> like,
1: like white. I don't know. Anyway,
0: I digress. Let's get back onto the Blazing Sandals, man. Anyway, he comes into town. And um, Brandon, what
1: happens? Uh, what happens when he comes to town? yeah, when he gets introduced to being the sheriff?, yep. they all point guns at him. You know, I, I don't understand. <laughs> even if you're if you're the most racist town in in the world, you go, why did all these people have guns? Because it's the West. It's everybody had guns, Brandon. And in some towns, you weren't allowed to carry a gun. It's not in the West. it was in the West. what, means, town,
0: what town in the West you couldn't carry guns
1: some Okay.
0: <laughs> Whoop de do It wasn't Tombstone. It was Rock Ridge. I they know it was okay Rock Ridge,
1: but so many people have guns in this town. It's is called it? Satire Brad. Right? I know what it's called. The point <laughs> is, I get it, it. I get it. I get it. I'm just trying to make a point that everybody has a gun. Hey, everyone has a gun today, too. Even Aaron. Yeah, of course. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, uh, yeah,
0: he comes into town and he's like, Excuse me while I whip this out. What was your thoughts
1: on he that? He quoted that in the in the vehicle, too. I'm going to whip this out. I was like, No, you ain't. <laughs>
0: yeah, i was about the vehicle. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't realize they quoted it. Okay. Yeah, you quoted it. Right.
1: So, in this movie, I did... handed you the gas jug. Yeah. <laughs> you it now everybody's wondering what we we're doing with the gas jug. But somebody you. ran there, I
0: guess my wife, yeah, that's someone, but that's anyway, it. yeah,
1: but yeah, so, so uh
0: we uh so anyway, in this movie, he gets the gun, he gets his yeah. way, and then he re- the town people are not the brightest people,
1: no, and
0: you know, I never really really fully understood or liked that scene, even when I first saw this film back on VHS way before the advent of DVDs um I didn't understand that. I was like, why? How are they, they that dumb? Where he can be like, don't make moves or he'll get it. I'm not gonna say what he says, but you know, he's like, do what he say, do what he say, and then like he walks away now. Like, Is anybody gonna help that poor man? Like to get the, the scenario uh Bart literally holding the gun up to himself to get out of getting shot by anyone else. And he's essentially being a hostage by himself, yeah. And playing the voice of the hostage and the the victim and the uh, hostage taker? Is that what you call this? Criminal?
1: Would be, he would be the hostage taker, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but what what was your thoughts on that scene, Brandon? I mean, I thought it was funny. I mean, you know, um, my actual thoughts, though, was like, okay, the town's buying into it. Okay, why are they buying into it? Other than they're stupid. <laughs> but I don't know, you could think, it kind of sounded white to me, too. When he was doing that voice, yeah. Because they overlooked the color. Yeah, I think it could point, be a deep meaning that, that way. Okay, okay, break it down. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I think that the town could be like, oh, he's not, he's not really black. Look, listen to the voice instead of listen looking at the color. Uh, it's an interesting take. It is an interesting take, and I'm interested. It's, I, it's probably wrong, but I'm not saying <laughs> it's wrong
0: or right. i have just I I've never heard that, and it, and I can see where you would think that. That makes sense. That they could they could. At that point, they were oblivious to his race and who like either is totally blind to yeah. the fact that he is the hostage and the hostage taker at the same time, mm-hmm. and it was his hand, it was almost as if it was not his hand and it not his voice saying those words. But you know, it's just it was it was a weird moment, but uh love y'all's input on that scene. If those have seen Blazing Saddles. Please comment on YouTube. Uh, I'm gonna try to check Facebook for, periodically to see if anybody commented. Uh, Brandon, I don't know if he has the the ability to do so. Don't know. Don't know Brandon's life. But um, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah.
1: I can check uh, the technically po- check it because I have 36% left on
0: my phone. You can check our podcast page. Check the podcast. Page. Yeah, and so uh, and and I'll keep a check on ours. But yeah, I was interested to see. So he gets away. And he makes it into the sheriff station. Uh, there he meets eventually Gene Wilder. Your thoughts on Gene Wilder's performance
1: in this film? My thoughts on Gene Wilder's performance. Uh, Jim, the kid. Jim. Was uh, he, Waco was, Kid. Waco kid, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, no comments so far. Okay. So go ahead. Uh, my you know, I know a lot of people like are just love Gene Wilder. I have a confession to make, and it's not going to be popular. Oh Lord! <laughs> I've never been like the biggest fan of his. Which I, I haven't seen a lot of his films either. So I, Willy Wonka stayed with me. It, it scared me as a child <laughs> for whatever reason. I was, really? I, was, yeah, I was terrified of him as Willy Wonka. You know, mm. um, That's so
0: interesting.
1: so I I wasn't a huge fan of Gene after that.
0: You know, I, so it kind of killed it for for yeah. you for Gene.
1: But other stuff i've seen him in including this i was like oh, it's a different gene wilder yeah uh i, I he's like the more i guess he go ahead continue. he tones it down Yeah, that's what
0: i was gonna say he's a more toned down gene Wilder.
1: yeah and this he can be I've over seen the top and other
0: stuff i can see how you could be scared of willie Wonka because there's, there's, there's a point in that film where gene like like the tunnel scene and especially also when he yells at uh yells at the kid with the the one uh, I forget the kid's name at this point. I'm honestly, I hadn't seen a movie in years. He says, "You win, you get nothing." Good day, sir. You know. Yeah. Oh man, I love it. Oh, it just Gene Roud, his performance. He Just he has a way of when he amps up. He amps oh. up. He was like a precursor to Nicolas Cage in the sense of like being able to overact but still captivate you. Yeah. Not not in, not overacting a way where you like it turns you off. Because Nick Cage can overact, and you're like, like, let me see more. You know what I'm saying? Same with Gene. Gene can yeah. overact, and you're like, I'm not turning away from this. This is brilliant.
1: Yeah, I think as far as Cage goes, that, that's the brilliance of Nicolas Cage. Is, he My over, yeah. over- <laughs> He overacts. I wasn't trying to listen to it. And him. you want to see more of that, but as you were saying, I mean, I haven't seen a lot of Gene Wilder performances to say he's that, but I assume you have. So. so we got
0: some comments on Facebook. Uh, let me see if I can mute the Facebook stream. Anyway, I don't know how to properly do that. All right. I'm going to mention it and then i come back to it. Uh, funniest movie ever. Jerry Asker, my buddy, Jerry, and I, quick story. I hope Jerry's still watching. Uh, so I don't know if he is or not, but I mean, let me turn this one. down. That's what I do. All right. So Jay says this. The Funniest movie ever. So quick story. I've seen it. The first time I've seen this movie, uh, Jerry, I guess it was back in uh, ninety nine. Me and him would hang out like often in ninety nine. Me and him would just hang. And uh, and we would watch this. Uh, we we watch this together. And we had a VHS. And we watched it. The scene that Jerry would crack up on every time was the tell the candy gram for Mongo. Oh, scene. Yeah. Because cause he came in, he was like, Candy Graham for from Mungo. <laughs> Just his voice, Candy Gram for Mongo. And he says, sign here, please. And then he, when he turned, he took, thank you, he turns. And the way he kept his eyes looking at him, his eyes was the last thing to turn. And I never th- noticed that until Jerry pointed that out to me. And every time I see that scene, I crack up because that man pointed it out. And now I can never unsee that. So next if you ever watch it again just pay attention to that little subtle acting nuance uh by uh, cleavon and it's funny uh also jim uh jim says count basie was a legend yes he was a legend and it was mel brooks the satire was wild yeah absolutely um so yeah if y'all have any more comments i'm gonna try to mention them he's gonna keep a look on our facebook page as well but what would your thoughts on um you said about Gene. We talked about what's your thoughts on Cleveland? What's your thoughts of, of Bart, the character Bart. of Bart? The sheriff. The yeah. sheriff that didn't that he never didn't want to be sheriff. He actually in like wanted to be sheriff, you know. So what's yeah. your thoughts on this?
1: As the character overall, um when you first meet him, I think he's uh a bit of a smart ass actually, <laughs> but I liked him. I liked him. It's like, it's like, he's, he's not going to take their crap. He's not, you know, he's not going to take the white man's crap. He's, <laughs> he's going to fight the good fight. And right. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, I liked him. I thought he was, I thought he's a, a very comedic uh, actor. Uh, very good timing in this performance as well. I, um, I love it when he's about to get hanged though
0: yeah uh <laughs> oh what's your thoughts on real quick the hint the the hangman the hang the guy that was gonna like he's like a hunchback Cap- yeah dude but he's like oh he's like welcome to hotel hotel death or some uh there's no color we're all colorblind here you know it's just like he's just like see like the nicest guy and he's just like drags his feet it's just just the comedic th- thoughts genius of mel brooks man and his writing and his, uh, he's just, oh my goodness. It's just, I don't, you don't see comedies like this no more.
1: No, you don't see parodies like this anymore. Uh, you mentioned
0: that with Spaceballs. You yeah. Mean,
1: Spaceballs is on a different level as far as I'm I concerned. agree. It's
0: Spaceballs is by far his best movie. in my I thing. think
1: it's not just, I mean, Mel Brooks' best. I, I've only seen two. There's We're going to see more. <laughs> but, uh, as far as uh parodies go, I think it's the best. Uh, I always said Naked Gun was, but we we'll have to watch the Spaceballs last year. I, man, I just I don't know. It's on another level. It, it really is. Yeah. But I thought the guy did did a good job. Very. He, I thought. I think everybody in this movie had really good comedic timing.
0: Jerry also mentions how the band stops playing. Uh, uh. But yeah, and he also mentions he, he agrees There's a lot of funny. Racist jokes. Yeah, but and that's the thing. There's racist jokes in this movie, but they're funny. They're funny, and 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 just like um, I'm trying to think of obviously the one thing that we didn't mention. All right, so when he came into town, this band is playing. The band striking up, and there's a big gong and stuff that happens. Same time, Gabby Wilson, uh, Gabby Johnson, sees <laughs> sees him coming up, and he realizes that he's black, and he's saying the N word. He says the sheriff is in uh is in and uh and uh and and uh but at the same time the gong hits and you don't hear everything he says and then one of them was like what does he say and then they're like he said the sheriff is near he said no it the sheriff is but it's just oh it's just so great um but yeah we find out that uh gene wilder's in this movie gene Wilder becomes his deputy um so you have two things happening here you have uh bart and jim trying to police the town and make it safe yeah. you know make the and get the town's folks invested in them as sheriff and deputy and then on the other side you have hedley with his henchmen trying to get people out of the town yeah. and doing anything he can to get them out so he tried having a stampede come through to you know, just beat up people and destroy their town that didn't work then he appointed a black mayor that didn't work and so then they sent in who mongo oh yeah, yeah. what's your thoughts on mongo uh
1: <laughs> my honest thoughts on mongo uh when i first saw him it was he reminded me of a former professional wrestler mongo mcmahon no 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 oh, no take the name mongo okay. out of it <laughs> it hey, hey, reminded me uh george the animal still okay uh, i got that
0: i can sure. see that i can see that uh
1: he was a fun character actually uh but
0: uh the guy that played him is um alex caris yeah. uh people may know him from his in porky's uh he's in uh, victor victoria uh sentinel i've never seen sentinel um uh, He's been a, I, I knew him from a show back in the '80s, and I'm trying to remember the show that I seen him in. I think he was, was he. It wasn't Coach. It was a show that he was. Do you remember a show that he was in?
1: No, I don't. Uh, like I said, most of these people. This first time I ever seen him. So. All
0: right. Uh, he was in the Odd Couple, the TV show. He played Jack in the Odd Couple.
1: The original. Yeah.
0: Um. Uh. Hard case. I I knew him from something. I just can't recall at this present time. He was in a, a a big show. If anybody remember, Webster. He's in Webster, that's it. That's where I know him from. All right, but yeah, he's uh so he's a um he's a uh big big dude, dumb dude, but he really is strong. He punches a horse. I think Arnold stole that from him, actually. Um Arnold punches a camel though, right? Yeah. But and Conan. He punches a horse. I believe he did. No, well, correct me if I'm wrong. I think there's another Western somewhere where a horse gets punched. If anybody knows that, please comment and let me know the uh, where the horse was punched. But anyway, um, I also
1: think Kurt Russell p- punched a, a horse or a camel. I
0: think he did. Uh, what was it? Do you remember what movie it was? Stargate, maybe. Yeah, it was later on though. It was like in late 80s or 90s. Uh, this is late 90s yeah or, um, or mid 90s mid 90s yeah but uh but yeah so anyway mongo comes to town people are scared mongo is destroying the town yeah. that's when we get the candy Graham scene Candygram gram scene with uh he invents the candy Graham, essentially to uh get mongo he beat mongo essentially and had him chained up in the not to go
1: back to wrestling but did that scene? does it remind you of rikishi giving everybody a stink face
0: no, it reminded <laughs> me actually of Andre squashing people in the corner. That's the that's the the that's the image that came to my mind.
1: Yeah, With, I got uh, Rikishi's thing face. <laughs> that's,
0: that's crazy. Hey, Matthew <laughs> Carter's watching. He waved uh waved back at Matthew. Uh, hey Matthew Carter, thanks for watching, buddy. All right, so um, but yeah, so yeah, Mongo gets beat up, and then from this point. Headley, headley, and they kept doing a, a reoccurring joke where it's Hetty and Hedley, Hetty and Hedley, Hetty. Lamar was an actual actress, uh, like in the uh, early advent of sound and movies, I think. Uh, early actress, Hedley. Hedley Lamar. Obviously, it dies on people today who don't know these people. Uh, so it's like I don't get that joke. You know, some jokes can be over your head because it's like in this time frame. it's like a neck of gun. The first one. Um, when he beats up a lot of people at the table, a lot of people don't don't know who uh, uh, Gorbachev and, uh, you know, a lot of other people that is at the table that Leslie Nilsson, Frank Drevin, is beating up on. You wouldn't know who these are. But if you know, then it makes sense. You know, the little jokes, like, wiping off the little <laughs> birthmark and stuff. But anyway, um, the uh, they sent in the late, great Madeline Conn. Have you ever heard of her before this movie? No,
1: Nope.
0: nope. Jim, I told you. <laughs> people are listening to this podcast. Brandon Spivey has never heard of Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn, guys, I also might like comments on that because this man has never heard of Madeline Kahn. Madeline Kahn is a is she is a, she was rather she passed so uh, she passed cancer several years ago. Have you ever seen Mixed Nuts with uh, uh,
1: Steve Martin? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: she was in that movie. She was the uh, old lady that works with him. That's kind of a prune, prunish lady, prudish rather, prudish. Like uh, you know
1: uh, not I remember.
0: That's yeah. Madeline Hunt. All right, okay. that's when she was older. Uh, but yeah, she was. Uh, she was really heavy in a lot of Mel Brooks films. She was like, Mel Brooks uses the same people in a lot of stuff, and that's great. I love people to do that. He he keeps them in. He keeps them working. Um, but Madeline was one of Madam was one of his go to people that he would use. Uh and she was in History of the World. She's in uh young Frankenstein and other stuff as well. So but Madeline
1: You like this Madeline. Madeline come
0: man. Uh she's uh she's talented. She obviously you can see that she was entertained, she sung. Yeah. Uh she played like a German lady that couldn't pronounce her R's. <laughs> uh go come to my uh, womb, you know, and things like that what's your thoughts on her not knowing her first first, first time versus impressions
1: Aaron, uh, <laughs> he just wants to put me on the spot i don't know this woman i gotta um, have
0: conversation man it's, it's gotta, not me
1: it's, it's but i don't know i mean I, like i said i thought everybody was good in it it's just like yeah i didn't know who this woman was i didn't know really much about her character uh it was funny to see her mispronounce certain words but mm-hmm. and she could sing uh so I mean she left a decent my cousin Noah's watching thank you noah I thought she was decent mm-hmm. but you know I mean I'm not in love with her like you are Hey, man <laughs> I mean I recognize
0: I recognize the greats uh and she's one of the greats and so you know a lot of people a lot of these people you know people won't realize and recognize because it's they were before a lot of the younger generation time, and it's it'd be great if you can get the younger generation to be able to see these people. And maybe go back and watch some of their films. Go back and watch some Mel Brooks stuff. You know, like a lot of people don't know. Like I watched this one guy doing a reaction to this movie, and uh, he said, "Oh, Mel." He first says, "Mel Brooks, he wrote direct, and is in this movie. That's great." And then like when he seen Mel Brooks on screen, like when he showed the governor, they like, "Oh, this guy's in this movie." Not knowing that that's Mel Brooks, and then like you know, he, I guess he went back. Somebody probably told me hey, that's Mel Brooks, and when he edited it, he edited the uh, scene from Naked Gun where <laughs> they do that, like, yeah. like the head slap thing. Like, um, but yeah, it's funny because people don't know these people. I met a young guy once who didn't know who John Candy was, and that was embarrassing. <laughs> like, people should know who John, John Candy
1: was, you know. But I think uh, there's a lot of people that don't know who John is. Or was um, mm-hmm. I mean? It, it is true. I mean, you know, you, you grow up watching. I grew up watching John. You you really grew up watching him. Uh, uh, but yeah, it would be embarrassing if you were talking to somebody. John Candy comes up and they don't have a clue. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah. I mean, it, for me, that would be like a, a Jim Carrey or Adam Sandler. You not knowing yeah. who they are.
0: And there, and there's it might come a day where. The Jim Carrey is where people don't know who they were. I think Jim kept himself fresh, especially with Sonic. But I don't want to get on to a different thing. But I think it's what he did. Um, but with this movie, I thought that it 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 was okay to poke fun at certain things. And yes, they used words that nobody really like would cringe about. But they did it in a satire and yeah. in, in a in a comedic way where you're like, okay, it's it's funny to kind of laugh at these things.
1: Okay, I got a question for you. Yeah, When you first watched this movie, Back, back
0: in the Day. Back okay. in the Day.
1: Mm-hmm. Was there a part of you that got offended a little bit like how it started?
0: No, uh no to be honest with you I was a little uh little under the influence of my watched it. was the under day, the influence. I was, hey, <laughs> that is a different day, different different time from back then, man. But different uh time. But no, I wasn't really offended. Back I I, I have thick skin at some some things it's hard to really offend me uh because i grew up watching movies like well, i was this. just
1: curious being a black man yeah no growing I, up watching. i was more
0: offended in watching american history x that movie offends me I, I would never watch it again because that was such an offensive move to me it wasn't in a yeah sa- that's an important movie too uh, it
1: wasn't For in a satirical way
0: growth that one character of yeah. Norton's. yeah folks they need to grow away from racism I'm just yeah, saying yeah. how he changed
1: yeah. over time throughout that movie yeah it was, it was yeah I think it's an important film. I think a lot of I think a lot of people should watch it I think a lot of racists should watch it and maybe learn something
0: yeah I, I can't watch that movie ever again in my life I can't do it but uh I'm gonna wave it celeste thank you for watching uh so yeah um I think that this movie, though, was it's, it's great to see uh, these people come together and act and, and and throw out some words that you probably like, like there's a scene where Cleveland still optimistic. He goes out on the town. Uh, Jim says, hey, uh, you probably should want to stay in today. Don't worry about trying to win the, win the people over. And he's like, no, no, I think I can win them over. I'm not going to give up on blah, 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 blah. You know. And so uh, he goes out and he sees the old lady. He says, hi, ma'am. It's a plain and lovely day. And she says, up yours. Yeah. yeah. A word that we ain't going to use. And <laughs> and and it just brought him down. Like the they, they crossed his off to him. He went from a smile to his face to like just totally sad until uh, Jim lightened him up a little bit, made him laugh. Uh, and um, it, it just was. It was, but then he got that back when he beat Mongo. She came back and was like, "I'm sorry for the up yours. Here's a pie." Yeah, I was saying uh,
1: she gave him a pie. And yes,
0: was, but then she, but then she came back, back and says,
1: "Hey,
0: you. Of course, you ain't gonna tell nobody that I've talked to you, because she's still racist. Yeah. She ain't not. She ain't not racist. She's worried about public opinion. Exactly, and that's what a lot of town folks in this movie is worried about is public opinion. Uh, that because we'll get to the ending, but um what were your thoughts on that scene with that old lady in him
1: oh was hilarious uh, the fact that she had to come back and tell him you know she was wrong and she made him a pie and then he closes the window and he's walking back and then there's another knock on doors so you're not gonna tell anybody about this are you you know I, I love it i love that she had to apologize
0: also my cousin derek was watching earlier um I'm sorry if I didn't mention it any time. I'm bro- sorry, bro. But uh,
1: yeah. No. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I love that. You know that these people, this town that hated him in the beginning. You know, they had to, you know, get their own selves out of the way, so mm-hmm. to speak, and, and follow him. And despite color, I mean, it has a lot of. It has a lot of deep meanings in this movie.
0: Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah, it does, and I think that you know, there's uh. Like, I never thought about it. But, yeah, she she apologized. She came back. But it wasn't, like, she wasn't yet ready to publicly accept him. him. Yeah, But privately, you know, it's very much like, I'm going to take it to to a biblical step, Brandon. It's like Nicodemus. Nicodemus, biblically, he came to Jesus at night because during the day he he was a Pharisee. And so he was... He can't be seen talking to Jesus yeah. uh, like that because of embarrassment because of his position, and so he came into under the guise of night. They call him Nick at night, <laughs> Nicodemus at night, Nick at night. Get it? So I get it. He came uh, he came at night to uh, talk to him, and uh, you know, and to learn from him. And that's when Jesus schooled him and everything. And That's when he told him that you know, uh, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son. Uh, no. Yeah, you forgot the who's gonna believe should not perish have everlasting life. But yeah, so yeah, he gave him that nugget of truth. Uh, but then he went off, right? So the mm-hmm. same with this lady. She she came back and but she wasn't ready to publicly say, Yeah, I'm I'm cool with you. Um, quick question. I was this made me bring up another question. What was your thoughts on the relationship between Jim
1: and Bart? I thought it was a good relationship. I thought First of all, I mean, you see how everybody's so racist, and you get Jim, who's not. Mm-hmm. You know, he's accepting, and you see them two working together, a black man and a white man working together in a town that is full of hate. And I, I love that, and I thought it was very funny. They, I thought they had good chemistry, uh, good comic chemistry. Uh, I, it was good. It was, it was a good relationship. It was they worked well together? Yeah,
0: I agree. They did. Um.
1: I think that they really, like, you
0: could tell that, I think that they, you could tell that they maybe developed a friendship. Yeah. Uh, if they weren't already, you could tell that they developed one during the filming of this movie. Like, you know, uh, you know, Gene is really good with, like, playing off of people. Uh, I love Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor movies. One of my favorite subgenre, of, I think it's his own genre of comedy, is a Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor film. Uh, stare crazy. Uh, I think any which way, but but loose and any which way, but I think I don't want to confuse no, it. that. Might be that's uh, Clint. That's Clint. Yeah, yeah uh, they they have uh, they have another movie. I forget Grease Lightning. I think Grease, so, I, I forget, but also the one that mainly I that stayed out. If I'm wrong, if anybody know these movies, please name them. But uh, uh, I love stare crazy and I love uh, see no evil, hear no evil. Uh, That's the one I've, I've yeah, seen. where where it's been a long
1: time. But I've seen that. Where
0: uh, Richard is blind, Gene yeah. is Gene is deaf, and they become friends.
1: Yeah,
0: and they play well off one another. Um, it's oh my I mean that was the eighties, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Eighties had like like the best like eighties, early
0: nineties. Is like well, it was that. It was like Richard they like they they did that series of films together. Yeah, and that was it's kind of like I was gonna say no no didn't like that i was gonna say it's kind of like i was gonna say uh paulie shore and uh and brandon fraser but they don't really have series of films together so it wasn't a good comparison uh amy smart and no no that's probably not a good but ex- i'm trying to think of some people walter and jack walter and ja- yeah there you go there you go that's a good <laughs> man way to be there so uh walter and jack walter Mathau and jack Lemmon, Uh Had great chemistry. You can't deny their chemistry. Like that's why that's why my fellow Americans didn't work for me as well because it wasn't them two. I think it would have worked better for me if it was them two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, When you don't see them two, you feel cheated. When you see one of them without the other, and it's no discredit to one or the other, but it's just that when you see them together, it's just magic.
1: You know? They're very good solo. But when you put them together, in my opinion, there was no better duo in Hollywood history. Uh, that's just my opinion, but yeah. I, I've, never, I've never seen two guys make me laugh more. Never. Yep. Yeah. But uh, they were great. Uh, but I do agree, Gene and uh, Richard were, were fantastic together. And so was Gene and what was his
0: name? Gene and Richard.
1: No, the guy in this one. Oh, Cleveland. It. Okay. Yeah. Cleveland Little. They were good together
0: too. And I would love to have seen them do more things together. Uh, but like but Gene, you know, you Gene and Richard powerhouses. And it's essentially it's Gene and Richard, but Richard is, is behind the scenes as a writer in this.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh so you know,
1: um You
0: could tell. Yeah, you can tell you know Richard, a little
1: bit about Richard Pryor's comedy, you could tell. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know a lot about his comedy, but I, I've seen certain things where I can I mean, I,
0: I tell that. There's a, so there's a Richard Pryor movie, um, uh, uh, Bustin' Loose. Uh, it also stars the late... Uh, oh, man. Uh, why did I just draw a blank? I shouldn't even say it. But, uh, oh, man, she just passed away, and I'm sorry that I'm blanking on her name right now. Oh, Cicely Tyson. The late cicely tyson and rich Pryor. they were in this movie together busting loose and um and in this film there's a scene where the bus breaks down in the back country road somewhere and it's muddy and it's rainy and he's mad because he gets out he's trying to push the the bus out there's a bus full of uh, children they're like problem children and they trying to take them to this new location you know but uh but they're problem children's and they're like uh but they're they're on the bus. He's trying to get it out and get it out, but he can't get it out. He's mad. He has to go in the town see if he can get some help. He's cussing. He's walking, cussing, you know, talking stuff like, man, they get my damn nerve about all this. You know, these kids, y'all should leave these little kids somewhere, man. He's talking. He's paying attention in his own head. You know how you can be, right? Yeah. Being your own head, just talking, and he ain't paying attention. And then like, there's two paths, and one path. Leads into the road and it's like a clan. It's the KKK with white robes and <laughs> with their torches. He doesn't even realize. He's just cussing. He's talking and then like he realizes that they are around him and he just like he just gets quiet. He just like sings back into him. <laughs> it's so funny because like just it's comedy. Like these people have a tendency. Cleveland did this too in this movie. And that's my point. They have a tendency to be able to be comedic, not just vocally, yeah. but with their visual, with their comedic uh, mannerisms. You know yeah. what I mean? Like like Gene Wilder is, can do that. Richard can do that. Cleavon did it a lot in this movie, like with his eyes and the way he looks at things, you know. And uh, you got any thoughts on that type of comedy, like the physical? Not, It's not really physical, but, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah physical comedy was actually more my thing uh, when I did acting uh so yeah it you know when you're doing it though no, you're not thinking about it you just react it's it's, re, it's reacting that's all it is mm-hmm. and basically so people that can do it well because uh, Lord knows I, I wasn't the greatest yeah. <laughs> I did I did good enough but can do it well man It just it'll make you life I and mean, life it'll make you laugh for, for hours I mean really I mean because you'll think about it how funny they were how physical it was it mm-hmm. just it's it's a I think it's a lost art form to yeah. today's comedy because uh, you don't get to see much physical comedy these days yeah.
0: mm-hmm. but, I agree and I'm not really talking mainly slapstick stuff like this movie has a lot of this. yeah it has a lot of pratfalls and you know things like that but you know but I'm talking about the whole um like that's just one scene in here. It's not. It, it and I'm, it's not really physical. It, it's more of just delivery. So this lady at the very beginning, uh, not very beginning, but they're, they're having a town meeting mm-hmm. and they ask her to say some words what she's gonna send back to the governor in her displeasure of the mayor, the sheriff that they sent to, to them. And so she says, "We the people of Rock Ridge," and they're like, "Speak up! We can't hear you." And this is, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, and she goes like really loud and everybody like of jumps. Yeah. But it's just funny. that It would have worked if she didn't hit her mark and they didn't hit their mark. Right. And and when you hit your marks and you hit them like precisely, it works. And and that's what and that's what this movie has. A lot of people hitting their marks. Being where they need to be comedically, with the dialogue and the uh, timing. it works and that's what that's why this movie works so much for me uh because of every everybody not just the two main characters or the two to three main characters but the people that make up the side characters and stuff it all works you know
1: yeah it does it really does work
0: i agree with you any any thoughts any um we can get towards the end uh so they uh so after all this happens, and they send in Madeline and Madeline, they send Madeline Con in to pretty much tame the sheriff and make him her. She said slave. She said it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but make it. But he flipped the script on her. Yeah. Put it on her, and she's like, like she's won, she's won over by him. Yeah. And um, and so uh, so then they decide to wrestle up a posse of. Different people, everyone. What is your th- thoughts of that scene where they ride out and they see that he's pretty much taking applications for uh, a, a group of thugs? And the, uh, so you have uh, you have a couple of cowboy ruffians, rednecks. Then you have biker people. Then you have like Arab people. It's just like, and it gets like KKK, It gets like ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, I think like at that point it's some like some mixed like we don't patches we don't need no stinking patches.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it was it's like the gloves were off at that point. Uh, it's like let's just let's just go all out. That's we're not pulling no punches. But mm-hmm. Let's take any racist thing you can think of and just put it in here right here. So I, I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was funny. I thought, but one of my favorite scenes come up. You know. Uh, a little bit later on, um uh, with Gene Wilder, with a gun, mm-hmm. he says because the, the the bomb's not working, the knife's non- yeah, yeah, not yeah. working, so he has to shoot, mm-hmm. and it's like what three, four hundred yards away. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the Reverend was like,
0: "Dear yeah, Lord, he steady this man's hand and give you him." Know, they beat the Reverend yeah, up they a Beat little. him
1: up, yeah. So, but then he shoots, and there's the the explosion and body parts. I think there was a couple and people and a just, couple of horses. Yeah, blew up, and that's just like, I that got you. Yeah, I I loved it. I loved that scene. I really it, did. It's yeah, <laughs> just
0: it is the most ridiculous. Well, but it's funny. It's funny. Um, in the town, like you've seen it. Like essentially, this scene where the town comes in and beats up the the people that's coming to destroy them yeah it's pretty much magnificent seven uh if you've seen magnificent seven the concept of the essentially of the town getting ready for uh the outlaws to come into you know but getting like like they getting the town tough and ready to take to beat the beat the villains up you know what i'm saying yeah magnificent seven did it the um seven samurai did that because magnificent seven is like a reimagining of seven samurai. Um then like later on I'm watching Star Trek Enterprise. There's a season where they did that with the Cleons. Um and so it's just that's a theme in movies but this one is a little different. Is they, they got the people they create a like like down to the bush uh replica of the town. Yeah. But then they forgot the people they made it down to the they made a replica of the people, and these people are so dumb that they they didn't even think about the fact that, you know, these are cardboard people.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just, oh, man, and
0: then they fight. What is your thoughts on the end where they fight into the studio system where the camera pans over and you see there are the Warner Brothers backlots? what was yeah, your that, thoughts that, when
1: you seen them do, that when took came again? me like out of the movie first a, for a split second that's like <laughs> what what's going on because <laughs> then it becomes like again it's parody so it's, it, it's breaking the fourth yeah, wall in a totally different like but literally
0: breaking the fourth one of wall.
1: my favorite lines in the movie is from uh was he the mayor
0: uh yeah uh-huh. the governor uh you're talking about mel brooks character yeah.
1: okay so give me off this studio
0: no 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 that was that was uh headley he was a, he was the uh,
1: lieutenant governor. Lieutenant governor, okay. Yeah, him. Give me. The off Attorney general. He's one of them. He's something like that. Yeah, give me off this studio. I believe that was the line. Uh, I just thought I just started laughing, because it, it was a it was a straight. No, no, yeah, we no, yeah, no, he said
0: give me up. Give me off this movie. Give me a Was it a movie? Yeah, I think he said give me up. Give me off this picture, or something like that. Like like he's leaving. He literally is hell in the cab because they break the fourth wall. So what happens is they're fighting in like the West, right? Everybody's fighting melee the camera pans over and reveals like warner brothers backlight and you're like what in the world this warner brother's backlight and then all of a sudden cuts to a scene where dom de are you uh, familiar for me with dom de at least no oh my gosh <laughs> dom de is also was also a legendary comedic actor as well and he's the director is says, so, all right and he says the word that i'm not gonna use and he says throw out your hands, stick out your tush, you know, give it a, you know, and they're doing a song and dance like, for this musical picture. And um, all of a sudden the uh, fight breaks into their studio and they start, and they start, then like the cowboys start fighting like the dancers. Yeah. And it's just like, and then it spills from there to like the commissary, the, the kitchen, you see Hitler, the guy playing Hitler talking to, some other guy, you know, and eating lunch, and, and yeah, I'm gonna be on this pitch for a couple more days, and all of a sudden, it's in there, and they start fighting and throwing food, and and then like there's a studio tour, and they come in, and they get dirty, and and at the same time, so it's funny because Headley, Lamar, he comes out of the bathroom, and he sees that there's a fight, and he just goes back into the bathroom like, okay, let me get it, but then someone in there that throws a pie at him, I guess, yeah. and. Everybody spills out and runs it out into the streets. And he gets into a cab and takes it to the Chinese theater.
1: Yeah, where they're showing the movie. Yeah. But he tries to get in with using a student ID, which I thought was brilliant.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and, oh, okay, you like that part? Yeah, okay, I like <laughs> that's part. great. And then uh, he gets in, he buys uh, uh, milk nuts. Or, he, he, I'm not sure what he bought. He bought some candy. He and, bought some candy, though. And he goes to the store to sit down and watch the movie. And uh, and then he sees in the movie, as he's watching the movie, of Blazing Saddles. He, so he's at the theater in L.A. watching Blazing Saddles as it's in the theater. And he sees the part in the movie as he's at that theater where Cleavon is coming up on the horse. And he runs and they go out and then they have the final duel. And, um, you know, he dies. <laughs> he dies. And, uh, and then Cleavon and Jim goes back and watch the movie. And then we'll go back into the movie and we're back in the movie. Yeah. The fourth wall is now done being broken. Uh, if, you, if, if you look at that, how ridiculous that is you, and you look at that, you probably like, Oh, this is dumb. But you look at the brilliance of like, he's like Mel Brooks was like, how can I break the fourth wall where nobody else has never broke the fourth wall? And he said, I know. Let me show the movie and go into another movie and go show the movie being shown and then be back into a movie and it worked. Later on, he really did his thing breaking the fourth wall in uh Spaceballs because he yeah. totally did it by breaking the fourth wall by showing a copy of the actual Spaceballs movie. <laughs> with the right art cover and everything for yeah. the movie
1: for its time on VHS. They had merchandise, they had sequels. I mean
0: they had it all. It's it's man, just Mel Brooks is he is brilliant man he's before his time really if you think about it, like cuz later on you have a Deadpool and Fresh Bueller and people that break the fourth wall occasionally but Mel did it and did it better um but yeah so the movie ends with Cleveland and uh, well, I keep calling that Bart and Jim riding off to go nowhere they said they're going nowhere special no nowhere nowhere special which is like probably a literal town <laughs> But they're riding off, and then they get into, like, a a limousine thing, a car, and ride off into the sunset, and it's the end of the movie.
1: Yeah, I like that. That They rode off into the sunset, get off their horses, get in this car, and drive off. Mm -hmm. Little added bonus there. I I liked it. I mean, I thought it was, like, why ride a horse when you can get in a car?
0: It's, (laughs) like, totally, like, like, so, we, so essentially it's like we're done with filming this movie now let's get back into the studio they had somebody come up and grab the horses that handles the horse the horse wrangler and then they got and drove off off the picture and it's yeah. the end of the movie there was done there was probably the last scene that they need to shoot as a wrap loved it man uh, just this movie is so original uh, would you say that yeah yeah
1: I would definitely say it was original Especially for its time. But yeah, uh, it still works. Yeah. I just think people will be really offended because they get oh, offended by everything.
0: Absolutely. And if you get offended easily, you
1: know, you need to watch this.
0: I want you to be offended. Um <laughs> but yeah. Uh I'm ready to go ahead and get my score for it. Uh, so I'm gonna give Blazing Saddles five markouts out of five. I do it because I think that it's it's an original film. I think Cleveland did a good job. I think uh, Gene did a good job. I think all the supporting characters in it, it works, even though it's an old movie and not a lot of people will enjoy or understand the comedy. Uh, I think if you are an old soul and you like Mel Brooks, I think that you would like this movie. You might not love the movie, but I think you'll at least like the movie. Yeah. And go ahead.
1: I gave it a 3.5 on Letterbots, but I'm going to change it to a 4. Yeah. I talking about it and maybe remembers more stuff. And I was like, it was a very entertaining movie. It was a very funny movie. uh, With a lot of racist jokes that, you know, that I personally found to be hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's (laughs) okay.
1: And it's all right that you found it. That's the whole
0: point of this movie is to laugh at racism and to laugh at the hypocrisy of looking at color. Yeah. And, and and you know it, to laugh at that stuff and you know people people like want to be so serious you know uh, why so serious right but uh, right why but, so serious but people want to be so serious and really like look at these but but a movie like this says let's laugh at let's laugh at how ridiculous it is that these people feel this way about black folks or white folks or chinese folks or indian folks and like like even mel brooks plays an indian dude in this movie but he wasn't speaking he's speaking like yiddish the whole time he wasn't speaking like native American. i did
1: love that scene where the indians show up yeah and let and let the black people go
0: he can't say they're blacking in the weird heart yeah know, like, <laughs> they, oof, like they're gonna have it rough you know uh so you know um it's just like He said, "He said the white folks wouldn't let me be in that circle, so we made our own." Yeah, (laughs) just it it works, man. Uh, I think that um, think that people can watch this movie. You can really watch this movie and really find like like. And there's a scene. There's Mel Brooks as the Native American uh, in this movie. It's yeah, it's going to be, it's a controversial movie for people, uh, obviously. Uh, you might watch it and be like offended, but if you give it a chance and you take your offense out of it, you're going to probably laugh. And, and It's okay to laugh at it because that's what these people were, that's, that's the whole point of the movie, yeah. is laughing at things that, uh, giving you an outlet to laugh at something that you wouldn't necessarily laugh at in reality.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember when I turned it on. I had no idea what this was. I didn't watch a trailer. I didn't. I didn't look it up. I, because I really had never really heard of it. And I was like, when it started and all the jokes started, I was like, what is Aaron got me watching? <laughs> but I thought it was great. I thought it was. I thought it was a great comedy. Uh, so um, you know.
0: Uh, D- uh DK says, do uh, open range next or Snyder Cut? What is open range?
1: Uh, it's a like, western with uh,
0: Kevin Costner and Robert Duvall. Oh, okay. What well, I didn't know if it was like wasn't there like a movie cop open range but with like no, I think
1: there animated is, no, animated
0: season. Oh, okay. That's what I was thinking. i was like is that with the animated cows and stuff? Um we ain't going to do another western just yet. We'll have to do one uh, some other time. Uh Brandon gets the choice coming up next, Brandon. So, have you decided on what you want to
1: watch? I'll get back with you. I got a pretty good idea. I'll, I'll let you know. All right. Like tomorrow or something.
0: Okay, it works. Um, well, Brandon will let us know uh, what what he's going to pick and he's going to post it on our Facebook page. Please, if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, and share. Uh, if you're on Facebook, follow us. Also, you can hit me up on Twitter. I believe I'm like I don't know my Twitter name. We'll, we'll wait on that because I don't remember what it is. Uh, on Instagram, I'm Aaron knows movies. Uh, I don't know if Brandon has anything. I he's in Russellville. They don't have a lot. Another shot. Uh, I don't.
1: No, I don't have. I mean, I have an Instagram, but
0: I, I don't get on it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Hit him up on Facebook. No, don't hit him up on Facebook unless you want to. Brandon, I don't know. He might not. He might be worried about
1: that. Don't do that.
0: Anyway, hit us up on our Markout Movie Podcast page, right? Oh my god. But in the meantime in between time,
1: hit me up on Facebook. Don't hit him. He'll be weird. I don't, what the world was that? Brandon, he's, sweet, he's, sweet, he's sweet guy.
0: But uh Aaron Whitlow.
1: Oh Brandon Spock. And
0: thank you for marking out with us here on the Mark Out Movie.